afternoon everybody happy sunday i am coming on today to give you part two of my three-part series uh, for marriage and family if you did not hear part one it is uh still available up on the podcast if you're using anchor uh it's on apple it's on google it's on spotify and a few other ones Um, But it's on there. So you probably want to listen to part one before you listen to part two. Part one was the entryway into um, what I'm going to be speaking of, uh, marriage and family. We started out with just a little background. Um, The main subject of it was just what marriage is biblically what it is supposed to be defined as okay so i'm not going to get too far into part one because we did that last week today we're going into part two and if you don't know who i am my name is tamara mccarthy i'm uh the single mom of purpose Uh, my website is www.tamaramccarthyenterprises.com okay so today part two is actually it started off as a blog post today And as I was doing this blog post, preparing it, um, I was like, wow, everything that's coming out is perfect for part two, which is um, for the guys, but women, you can listen to it as well because, uh, yeah, marriage is between a man and a woman. So the title of this, if you're going to also check it out on my website, is called Dear Future Husband. And I put it under my series that is always ongoing spiritual Sundays. Okay, the scripture that I reference is Proverbs 18.22. He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. First off, let's start by getting the obvious out the way. Everyone is not cut out for marriage. While many have the desire to get married, You need another willing candidate to complete the union. Women, your husband should choose you. The man should find you. Christian women, your husband should choose you and ask you to marry him. Men, you should be asking the woman to marry you not the other way around okay so go back and listen to part one that what i just read you'll get it okay so there seems to be some switch in how it is traditionally done and many have adopted this new age option that it's okay for a woman to ask a man to marry them i'm sorry but i'm old school And I still believe in the man asking the woman to marry him. And guess what? We got scripture that backs it up. You want to know what scripture that is? Proverbs 18.22. Okay. Now, I shared on the website that I did do a podcast recently on my thoughts in more detail on this subject. And I gave you a link to go ahead and listen to part one. Okay. So let's continue. As a woman that has the desire to be married, to be a wife, are you preparing yourself? As a man that has the desire to be married, to a 
Wait, as a man that has a desire to be married, to be a husband, are you preparing yourself? Have you cleared out all the clutter that you've picked up and stored over the years? Have you detached yourself from the soul ties that are clinging on for dear life because they do not want to let go? Don't you think this is important before you make a lifetime commitment to someone else? Don't you think you should be free emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and physically from all the other people that have come through your life, that you've slept with and have had intimate relations with? My personal opinion is yes, you should rid yourself of all of that other past stuff, okay? Why bring old baggage into a new relationship? Why wouldn't you take the time to get free? So many men and women don't take the time to detach or heal and they jump right into another relationship. Biblically, as children of God, if you're single, you shouldn't be sleeping around. But many of us do. Some of us finally decide to part from our wicked ways and we go and ask God for forgiveness and make the commitment to be sex-free until marriage. Is it easy? For some, no, but it can be done. It has to be a personal decision. For me, it became easier because my faith began to outweigh everything else. I knew and believed that God wants me to have the desires of my heart and that he only wants to give me his best and that applies to all of us it applies to all of us yes God wants us to have the desires of our hearts he wants to give us his best but we have to give him our best okay and that is uh, fully walking into who he has called us to be okay so temptation is a beast and you don't and if you don't find ways to handle it it will overtake you each and every time. The enemy knows what you like and he will stop at nothing to get you out of order. But you have to be strong and courageous and outsmart him. You have to want and believe that God has greater in store for you and stop falling for the enemy's version of what appears good at that time. For men... Women will throw themselves at you if they see and believe you are going places, especially if you are walking in or towards your God-given purpose. All of them aren't doing it because they actually like or want you. They are on assignment from the enemy and you know what his sole purpose is. You know what it is. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. And that's out of John 10, 10. We know what the enemy wants, okay? But God wants more for you. He wants better for you. He wants to give you more, but you have to do your part as well. The same applies for women. If the enemy sees you beginning to get your life on track, and you're on your God-given path, then he will throw in some distractions, 
some roadblocks and some illusions to get you off track. But you have to stay focused. Marriage is not a walk in the park. It's going to require commitment to making it work and both parties being equally yoked and on one accord. You have to be working towards the same objective and your mindset should be connected and in unison. This is why you can't marry for reasons outside of what God designed marriage for. You can't marry for financial gain because God can take it away all in the blink of an eye. You can't marry for their outward appearance only because that doesn't last. You can't marry because their sex game is tight. They'll get old one day and they won't be able to lay it down anymore. You can't marry because you don't want to be alone because they can easily walk away and never look back. This is where the first scripture I shared comes into play, Proverbs 18:22. When you choose the right person that God has designed specifically for you, then everything else has already been added into the equation. God is only going to send or present you with his best. And I share Genesis 2:18, and the Lord said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. That is a key word, comparable to him. You have to be equally yoked. You have to be. You want it to work. You want God's favor. You want God's abundance. You have to be comparable. Both of y'all, both of y'all have to be on the right path, on the same track, in the same mindset, walking in unison. Okay, then the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he made into a woman and he brought her to the man. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Genesis 2, 21 through 23. If you're walking in your purpose, and connect with someone that God didn't send or create specific to you, then what happens when the attacks start to come in? Are they equipped to handle them? Do they know where their attacks are coming from and know how to handle them? These questions are vital. How can a woman or man not designed to be part of your life recognize spiritual warfare? Know how to be prepared to block the fiery darts. How to pick up on when someone from the enemy's camp has infiltrated your sacred territory. Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? And what communion has light with darkness? And what accord has Christ with Belial? Or what part has a believer with an unbeliever? 2 Corinthians 2, 14 through 15. Dear future husband, I pray you are well and working on becoming a better man so we can meet one day. I have been working on myself because I want to be the helpmeet that our Heavenly Father has designed me to be. I haven't always been on the right track of my life, but I'm getting there and doing my best to stay on track. How about you? Ladies, do you take out the time to pray for your future husband? Fellas, are you praying that you stay on track for God and are walking upright? Are you keeping your mind, body, soul, and spirit free from distractions and soul ties? 
Are you working on getting free from old mindsets and habits you picked up over the years? Have you willingly let go of all the things and people that no longer serve purpose in your life? Are you preparing yourself to be the husband that God has designed you to be? Husbands, love your wives just as Christ has loved the church and gave himself for her that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word, that he might present to her, that he might present her to himself, a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself and that is out of Ephesians 5 25 through 28 that is all that I have for you guys today um I'm just amazed I'm amazed at um just how I'm just amazed I'm just amazed at how good God is and how people just willingly (laughs) don't want to abide how they willingly just want to be out of order um and i'll say it again from part one women should not be asking men to marry them okay proverbs 18 22 shows us it tells us he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord okay but men y'all have to do y'all part okay there are so many so many good Christian godly women waiting for y'all to get yourselves together okay we're waiting on y'all we're not going with that new age stuff like them other people are and women getting on their hands and knees and on they whatever they doing on their knee one knee whatever and asking no dude to marry them i would not be a part of that foolishness i would not be a part of that foolishness i believe what the bible says okay i believe what the bible says i don't know how much longer i have to wait but i am waiting on god that's my decision I can't speak for anybody else, but I am waiting on God. Okay? I have been doing my part. I have been clearing my mind, body, soul, and spirit of all the old, previous, past stuff and people and things that I've allowed into my life that I may have fallen into. I have to get free from that stuff. I want to be the woman that God has called me to be. And in doing that, I have to be be preparing myself to be the wife that he is preparing me to be for my husband. So that is all. Thanks for listening. Part three will be coming soon, you guys. Thanks again.